0: Uh, how about that uh, random topic generator you keep hidden in your garage?
1: I keep it hidden because if the neighbors got a hold of it, they they could make their own podcast and put us out of business.
2: Yeah, what? we don't want that. We're, we're unique in the field. You are now listening to Good, Bad or Bullshit. Welcome to the Good, Bad, or Bullshit Podcast. The podcast with three guys, debate topics selected at random by the Random Topic Generator. It's completely unrehearsed. My name is Beau Schwartz. Joining us, as always, is the uh, ineffable Crofton Steers. Uh, Crofton, do you like being ineffable? I do. I don't know what that means, but it sounds good. I don't either. I just wanted to, to make you sound great. And also um, joining us, as per usual, is the guy who feels the same way he
1: always does every time he does the podcast, Michael Hodgins. Mike, hello. That is true. I feel like I always have to tone down my voice to counteract Bo's enthusiastic voice. I have to be like the... Oh, the and, boring guy. Or, am, I try to be. Am I
2: taking up too much room? Should I be more respectful and allow you some space? No, yeah. I just think it's like your
1: acting classes are shining through. Acting. <laughs> I just, I just want reinforcing to my stereotype of actors constantly. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I just want people to get hyped to be listening to the Good Bad or <laughs> yeah. Bullshit
2: Podcast. Actors. Though. The podcast of awesome uh, so- words and voices that we have. Um, because it's you know it's us and we kick ass. Bo
0: wants to be on like like you know DJ on radio like no. hey, hey folks hey. <laughs> and, where Mike wants to be like you know I'm on talk I'm on I'm on uh, PBS talk radio. Let us discuss ideas today.
1: Yeah, uh, that's true. We're on polar opposite ends of the radio. It's, spectrum. It's Mike Ira Glass Hodges. Yeah, or <laughs> who's the Canadian? equivalent of that guy. Or is that guy Canadian? Um, George Strombonopoulos? No, not him. Gian Gomeshi? No, not him either. They're more like you, Bo. Uh, they're, no, the Rex guy Murphy. who does that show on the weekends. Oh, God. His Wayne name.
2: Rostad.
1: Definitely not the
2: opera. Sook Lee?
1: No, not her either. She's also more like you, Bo.
2: Oh, the science guy. Fuck, what's his name? Wonderstruck oh, man. Awesome. What's Wonderstruck like guy? What's his name? Bob. Uh, Bob McDonald. Bob
1: McDonald. Yeah. I mean. Did- uh, I'm going to come back to you with this guy's name. But okay. yeah. <laughs>
2: But you're like some person in the CBC. Yeah, but one in particular... (laughs) <laughs> yeah. just, we don't know which one, but we'll find him and kill him and replace you with him. Oh, it's called no, wiretap I, I with
1: that. Jonathan Goldstein. That's it. Jonathan. Oh my
0: uh, God, I don't know who that is, but his <laughs> name
1: is awesomely dry. <laughs> He's, he he does some dry humor. It's uh yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, okay. We've now name dropped every uh, Canadian radio personality. The
1: thing do. is, it's not like popping the CBC because it's a public institution. So it's not like we're just giving you know crap advertisement. We pay for it out of our own.
2: It's bucket. true. It's true. It's a social I think it's a worthy a investment. Station, TV. What is going on? There's like construction happening in someone's house. Um. Yeah. So you guys enjoying your summer? It's been freaking hot. Yeah. It's
0: it's nice. Sweet. We all complain all winter about it being too cold in this country, and then it's super hot. And there's people out there who may have stereotypes about Canada being like, oh, it's so cold all the time. Come here in the summer and tell me that to my face.
2: Yeah, and it's so hot, a good way to cool off when you come here to say that in Crofton's face is, to, face. Have, is to have um, Long Island iced teas, which are a exactly. really good drink. But, it's also a good thing to cool off with when you're in Long Island. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: like they are pretty alcoholic. Like I usually feel pretty good, but here, here's what happened. Um, I ordered a Long Island iced tea, and the woman brought me the Long Island iced tea and a bottle, like a uh, like a glass bottle of Coke, and said, "Sorry, I couldn't fit the whole thing in, so there's just a bit of Coke in there. Top it off as needed." And I was like, "What? What? What's with the Coke? Where's the? I thought Long Island iced tea had iced tea in it." And I looked it up and apparently there's no iced tea in Long Island iced tea. And I felt so ripped off, I guess. I don't know. But anyway. uh, I bet it has
1: something to do with Long Island. What that they're a bunch of liars in Long Island? Well, or that they don't have iced tea, so someone's like, oh, I just have a coke." The, oh, there's no iced tea in Long Island? I, I don't, I don't know. I'm just speculating, but I, I bet that's why it's called that. I bet it's ironic or something. Yeah. And the thing
2: is, at this bar, I made a big deal about it, and they were very nice people. It's the Moonrise, I guess, on Preston Street. That, um, you know, they, when they brought me the next one, they like we made sure to put more lemon in it, but it was me be- being the ignorant asshole. I was like, this doesn't taste like iced tea. Where's my iced tea? <laughs> um, yeah, so, thanks to them for t- trying to please an ignorant person, but I was just stunned that there's no iced tea in it, so, if you're planning on going to get a Long Island iced tea, don't be deluded, um, I, I swear I would taste iced tea in, in-, in Long
1: Island iced tea, but... Or just enjoy it for what it is, I guess. Yeah,
2: alright, so... Say it
0: to my face!
2: To my face! Yeah, so that was, uh, sort of, it's this sort of disappointing, reality-shattering event that happened to me over the weekend, and, um... That's a
1: first world problem.
2: Then. I don't know how I'm going to carry on, but <laughs> first world problem. All right, let's carry on with a random topic. How about we do that? Let's do it. All right, you guys seem enraptured with uh, my story.
0: They say it's cold all the time in <laughs> Canada, but they don't come here <laughs> in the summer, do they?
2: Oh, they probably think it's winter fell up here.
1: Uh, speaking of wind, uh, well. I don't know what I was going to say. The topic today is cursive, like handwriting. Oh, Oh. cursive handwriting. Is that, oh, really? Is that a topic? Damn it. (laughs) This is another one of
0: those ones where Bo shits all over it, and then at the end, we'll be like, I can't believe what a wonderful topic that was. Oh my God, I loved it the whole time.
1: It's because it's like, because we have a mix of random, truly random topics, some of them are like heady, interesting, deep. Topics and some are fairly uh, fairly shallow. Perhaps cursive is one of those shallower ones. I don't know.
0: But, okay, so cursive handwriting, for those of you who don't know, and who knows, maybe you don't anymore. I haven't been to elementary school in a long time, um, is, is the type of handwriting that involves connecting each letter uh, one to the other, unlike printing where you just write the letters out. Um, You know, in full space, full – all signatures generally are a form of cursive handwriting and not necessarily – very rarely do you see somebody with a printed signature. Um, It's funny
1: because I would say all – (laughs) you <laughs> you I mean you're not you're not wrong, in that most signatures are in cursive form, but I would say they're better described as all all signatures are in illegible scrawl is <laughs> <Yeah>, that's <laughs> true of, mine that's, certainly is and most people that I've seen are like what is that that's cursive but that that's say- bad right like no, it's well, it's supposed to be. Your signature is supposed to be quite unique. I think that's why people make it a kind of scrawl that you get used to doing other people can't replicate. No. But it's meant to be cursive. Like That's the only time I ever attempt to write cursive is my, my signature, which is horrible, by the way, as yeah. is my cursive. It's funny. Life. I don't write my signature in cursive, but I
2: have a special way I write it that's unique.
0: So when you guys, like if you're in a meeting or somewhere, anywhere where you have a notepad and you're taking notes, you never, ever write in cursive?
2: Um, I never do. I haven't written in cursive since uh, elementary school. Are you serious? Really? Yeah. Why? Like, honestly, why would you? Because it's way faster. I think there's probably merit to that. If you practice that way, I could. I, I yeah, I'd like to hear the uh, stuff, Croft. You sound I, like you have personal experience.
0: Well, I'm just my mind is absolutely blown by the fact that you guys don't write in cursive. I just assumed everybody of like our old generation did write in cursive um all the time because like I'll get into a meeting sometimes, I'll have my pad of paper and I'll start writing printed. I don't know, because I think it'll be cleaner and easier to read. It and then as soon as things get going, I immediately switch into cursive just because it's it's faster, and it's like being conditioned in me through through schooling um, as like uh, the the easiest way to write because it is well, it's, it it's is less pen
2: strokes, right? The idea yeah, is that it's one pen stroke. Yeah, you're,
0: you're not lifting up. You're essentially not lifting up your pen until the end of the word, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, so, or in the but, case
2: of shorthand, maybe a lot of words,
0: right? But but the thing the thing that's interesting I find nowadays. Is it like – so we're in the era of computers and iPads and iPhones and what what have you, right? Yeah. So handwriting already is kind of at a premium in terms of like who actually still hand – I had to think of a scenario where I still hand uh, – write things by hand because more often than not, I'm going to find some way not to do it. I work for the – for the government of Canada and they do these job exams and every once in a while, the, they'll still be ones that are done by hand. And I did one uh, – it's ridiculous incidentally, just as an aside. I did one uh, last year and uh, it was a three-hour handwritten exam. Oh my god. Uh, OK. What? For, my, my wrist was absolutely murdered at the end. But there is no way – I would have even come close to finishing that exam if I didn't write in cursive, right? Um because uh, it it was just it, it's just so much three so much. hours of
2: writing is like tantamount to torture.
0: Yeah, no, seriously, it was two hour and a half exams back to back. So maybe they could justify it in their brain. There was a 15 minute break between them, but the break did nothing. Um anyway, the, the whole my my whole point on this is that uh is it cursive is is and I'm not sure what's being taught in schools these days, but um, if if they're moving away from it or or, or whatever, but it's it's just like uh, with all these electronic devices and our move away from handwriting in general, is there still a place for this, or is it just sort of like a remnant of a bygone era at this point, and should is eventually just going to be phased out in favor of printing when you? Yeah, do
1: it at all, it's that second one that you said there. It's that one. It's gonna. You think it's gonna be phased out? Oh God! like honestly, it is archaic. It makes no sense like yeah, you you think about-
2: cursive will be phased out
1: or all handwriting to go together well, I mean I think there's always you know you everyone should be able to kind of write, I think that. Printing tends to be more legible. So I, I have some colleagues I work with who write in cursive, and it may as well be Chinese for the amount I can read it. And I think that's often the problem with cursive. Like, you can write it fast, but often you're the only person who can decipher it. It's not a very legible form of writing. So, if you were to print, printing is slower for sure, but it tends to be more legible. And in situations where you're writing a lot, honestly, the better thing to do is have a laptop. I've been in situations where I've had to be a note taker for like day long meetings. And uh, so, you know, I'm talking like six hours of note-taking. And with a computer, I can pretty much keep up to it at almost transcript speed. I'm just writing what everyone says. And, you know, it's annoying to type all day. But if I was trying to do that by hand, my god, it would be be a nightmare. It's probably much better on your hands. And then trying to, like, transcribe that handwritten garble into something, whereas if I just use a, a laptop, I can then go and just edit the text. It just makes so much more sense to use uh, some of the technology we have. Like, I mean, I think that with why would they teach cursive in school when you could teach just keyboard skills? Do, do they it, still? It just makes more sense. Do we know if they still teach cursive at all, or is that my
0: my guess is yes? Like, bear in mind, you leave you learn cursive uh, and and um, and just the writing of letters at a very like in grade one two, you know, or what like. 'm I'm, I'm not sure if they're now teaching keyboard skills in those classes. Yeah, but, but
1: think about it like when when we're we're old enough now, like when I was in learning cursive, there were no computers. And uh, but that's not the case with children today. I have no idea what they do. I bet they still do te- teach cursive to some degree because it usually takes a while to phase those things out. But honestly, it it is kind of a rem. they used to teach Latin in school in my in my my mom's uh, when my mom went to elementary school, she had Latin classes. They don't teach it anymore. <laughs> it's like totally yeah, That's archa- a different
0: language. That's a different language and I would argue that cursive is not used. Just the fact that everybody's signature is cursive shows that it that it's like I I feel that that's an indication that it, was, it must still be taught. Just the idea of connecting the letters
2: together. But I feel it's like How I, how often I, do you even sign though? Me?
1: Yeah, just uh, in general you, sign, you should have I, a
0: signature. I sign I sign fairly often, especially at work and stuff, right? Um but uh but no, uh, in, in in you oh, it's true we don't use checks as much and as time goes on like uh, I'm I'm not at um I don't use my credit card as much as some people, uh, but often, you know, credit cards were a were a major source of signing, right? But not uh,
1: anymore, though. You almost never have to sign. For I have credit never
2: credit. signed anything for a credit card in many years now.
1: Yeah,
0: I I did the other day.
1: Uh, yeah, it's usually if their like system is broke or something, or the or the tap or chip doesn't work, then you have to sign.
0: Right. So, so yeah, no, it's becoming, it's becoming less and less common and we could talk like tying it into signatures. You could say maybe, maybe handwritten signatures are going the way of the dodo. But I think that um, the cursive uh, is like, and maybe I'm like indoctrinated in that, in that sense, but it is definitely, it is definitely faster. And I wouldn't espouse using handwriting for everything just as I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't espouse using a computer for everything. Um, I agree with Mike's example of like, I'm in a meeting, I'm the designated note taker, I arranged to have a laptop so I can take as many notes as possible. I haven't been in university for a long time, but I got a, I got a laptop when I was in university and I would take it to class and the battery life Lasted, like if I had three classes in a day, I could get through two classes, but it would be dead for the last one. So sometimes I would strategically like figure out when to use my my computer, and I'd have to do handwritten notes. And through university, I, I would I would take to- take notes, handwritten style, uh, cursive the whole way. And I agree with what Mike's saying. Like most people's curse of mine happens to be pretty legible. But I know I know a lot of people at my work, like when I when I give something to someone and they comment on it, they'll like they'll write their comments on a paper copy. Um, when they do that, often I'm like, well, what the hell? Especially like, you know, directors and stuff, you look at it, you're like, what the hell are they trying to write here? I can't understand crap. But most often you're gonna write cursive for yourself you're gonna be taking notes for yourself you know uh you sign as a form of identification and I just see it being like a better a more streamlined way of writing as opposed to just like going through and being like printing it out like if you're comparing methods of handwriting it just seems better yeah, well,
1: uh, if um, you practice if you're practiced at it like I'm like I have not really used cursive since elementary school so uh, when I do it I'm I'm slower than when I print because I print all the time. So my printing though kind of you know ends up having a bit of cursive to it naturally just because you're printing so fast it just ends up being a bit of a scrawl but uh, but I think if you're not practiced at it as a lot of people aren't it's it's not faster. I think kudos to you for keeping it up.
2: I don't ever use, Uh, cursive writing like ever and i think even like occasionally i do it by habit with my signature but i try not to do that i actually try and keep it printed because i sign things so infrequently that i never remember how i sign things so it's always like inconsistence um but i will say like i think anything that you learn um Can be like valuable to know even if you don't use it. So, when I think about cursive writing and and especially the benefits, Crofton, that you talked about with it, you never know when the situation's gonna come up and the president or I guess the prime minister, since we're Canadians, you know, it's like some war and he, you know, it's the the difference between saving the country is knowing cursive. And it's like, yes, I know cursive. I can save the country. Um, Uh, It makes me happy, you know?
0: (laughs) I'm absolutely flabbergasted that you guys don't write in cursive. Like, it is such a basic thing for me. I just thought everybody like thinking about it in any way like a skill that I have like oh he can drive
1: yeah it's like um,
0: manual I can't drive manual because it's dinosaur technology that's a throwback reference by the way
1: Um, and we're uh, like like cursive dinosaur technology right there that's what it is except with cursive it's actually correct
0: but what what because cursive see here's here's the difference Uh, between between (laughs) manual manual is there's no advantage. To, to driving that over automatic, whereas, whereas there, with-
1: There actually is, but was, it won't go Whereas cursive,
0: <laughs> as I have already pointed out, is a quicker, more efficient way to write. Like you can write quicker. It, at, like I would put anybody who is good at writing in cursive against anybody who's good at printing, and I will guarantee you the person in cursive will blow them out of the water every right, time. But,
1: but I would take the keyboard challenge with that person and probably blow them out of the water that's true so but it's like it's, so, yeah, but you it's just, don't always have a keyboard like uh, no you you don't but I mean if it's for some but I don't always have to write like I mostly don't have to write and if I do like for a meeting or something like that I usually, there's plenty of technology available I can I can take a, I, I can take the time to arrange the technology and then make my life a lot easier make the follow-up work I have to do much Much faster because I don't have to spend time transcribing. Like, there's already a technological innovation which has made uh, which has made cursive obsolete and printing for the most part. I mean, if it's just for taking notes, because when you talk about taking notes, I basically, you know, I just write keywords mostly, and then if if I have to use a pad, and then I, you know. that's how I do it. Everyone. We're knows getting
0: into the broader like. So there's handwriting and there's using a computer to take like that's like comparing walking to driving a car. Yes, you can walk somewhere or you get there in a car, you know. But like sometimes it makes sense to write things by hand. Sometimes it does. not But I what what I'm arguing here is that between the two ways of writing by hand, cursive offers some tangible advantages over printing, um, and I think that. I think that seeing it like go the you know j- just become extinct over time is is kind of a sad thing because I think that it is a practical it yeah. is a practical skill and handwriting in itself has like several romantic notions attached to it and I will I will give you that like you'll often see you know those I don't know some sort of mis- mini series set in historical times where you'll see like handwriting in the background or somebody writing a handwritten cursive letter and, and and it makes you wistful for those those times. So that's the idea, right? Um, but, but I still think like that the romantic notions aside and I think that there's merit in those romantic notions. It's always good to celebrate the past and that sort of thing uh, or at least recognize it. I I still think that there is merit in cursive and as there's – I think there's merit in handwriting and by proxy, there's merit in the quickest and most efficient form of handwriting cursive. That's just how – that's how I see it.
2: Yeah, and I think think that makes a lot of sense because I I see – I mean I've written in handwriting and so I can kind of – and I've actually written out, like, um, I think three or four really crappy, self-indulgent, like, full-length plays. Like, I have the Duotang. They're, like, a 100-and-some lined pages. And um, I remember when writing those, because I'd write mainly in block letters, being like, oh, my hand's sore and I barely got stuff out. And my writing would get more and more into chicken scrawls, like some variation on really bad, um, you know, really bad cursive, I guess. Uh, but I, I remember a part of my brain was like, no, I can't write completely in cursive because I won't be able to read my own cursive anyways. Like it's because I'm, I'm rushing my passionate text out so fast that it's not gonna work. But um, you know, one of my, uh, you know, still a good friend and my ex girlfriend, she was a lawyer and she would, she was a meticulous note taker, and I remember she had these ringed notebooks filled with notes in cursive. Um, from all of her law classes. And it, I was just like, this is insane. Like, how do you take this many notes? Like, I, I've been to university classes. I have like one loose leaf page of paper and I write like five words on it or whatever. And I'm like, there's my notes. And she would like write everything down. And so I think it is a valuable skill. Um, you know, it's, gu- it's, it's good for her. Put up, for- put up against computers, like you said, no comparison. Well,
1: but- yeah, look, because then I have something else to add about the speed thing because. It's it's just my mom was a, a secretary for years and she went to secretarial school like way back in I don't know the sixties or something like that and when everyone wrote in cursive right but uh, but the thing is she didn't write in cursive she wrote in something called shorthand because when you were taking notes and dictating for someone cursive was too slow so there's something called Called shorthand, which is basically cursive with some additional like symbols and, well, shorthand to make it actually quicker. So we already had a thing that replaced cursive for speed. So I feel like using cursive as the, as the speed thing, it's just sort of moot because back when it was common, there was something else that was used to actually take notes quickly. Uh, so I think, you know, I, I think it's, I really think it's just a, a vestige of the past at this point. Well, it's sort of nice to it, know. It, is shorthand and not in cursive? Uh shorthand kind of is in cursive, but it's not. It's definitely not cursive. Like there are literally symbols you use, and there are uh, short form words you have to memorize to know how to write in in shorthand. Oh. It's it's its own basically type of type it does of
0: writing. Be, it does feel though cursive like that, and I'm not. I know very little about shorthand, so I can't comment other than to say that. That it sounds like it was uh, a language used by a select trained group as opposed to cursive, which everybody generally can do or at least understand if i'm gonna shit on cursive for a second it is for uh the exact reason that i gave it praise which is that its ability to write extremely uh quickly and efficiently means that it is it becomes the the method of choice of doctors and dentists or whatever to write prescriptions or requisitions or whatever and uh, they they often like they'll often get out of an appointment and be like all right you know fill out this and then blah, 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 just write down like what looks like you know which looks like a, a chicken scratch scrawl um, because they are uh, just looking to see the next patient go as quick as possible move to the next thing so because cursive is so quick it allows them to do that but at the same time. And it allows them to, you know, then quickly move to their signature. Uh, but at the same time, it's difficult for you, the, the patient, to read or to make it out afterwards or maybe the pharmacist to make out uh, afterwards.
1: And but I think – uh, Even I that's think- been solved – like I went to my doctor very recently she she does def- definitely does not do that. I mean she she does use cursive to sign her name as most people do, but which I which again is just illegible scrawl, not really cursive proper. She has some kind of system and she just literally clicks what she wants to prescribe, it prints out, so it's printed out uh, saying what dosage of what drug and then she just signs it and I take it to the pharmacist. Once again, technology saving. I mean, old school doctors were probably still handwriting everything, you know, in the way that a lot of people from the a generation, well, our generation and generations beyond are still using cursive. But I really think the young generation is not using cursive almost at all.
0: Well, yeah. going back to the example that you like when you were talking about how how when I called the cars dinosaur technology manual technology, uh, you made the point at that at that time about how like you know we live in the one of the, in the most advanced um, society essentially in human history uh, where where there's there's new advances every day, but like outside of, say, Canada or North America like in you know in in other countries in, in in different places like there's there's still a need for handwriting like handwriting is not something that's just going to uh, vanish overnight nor honestly do i think it's something that should vanish overnight when when i took math classes and the teacher always he would always say to me uh, you know you can't use a calculator because you're not going to have a calculator with you all the time when you walk around that's untrue i do have a calculator with me all the time when i walk around my iphone but he would never have thought about that at that time right and, but it still it doesn't take away the merit of what he was saying and just because yes i can type on a keyboard doesn't mean that i shouldn't i shouldn't be able to write by hand but but let's and, and i wanna, I, th- so, I think that i think that the um that that when comparing uh, handwriting, uh, printing versus cursive, that cursive is the the best, the quickest, and most efficient way to learn to write by hand.
1: Well, well, like, see, you you just said it there because we're not talking about handwriting; we're talking about a, the cursive form of handwriting. Right. So I agree totally that yes, everyone should be able to handwrite to some degree. You know, we're in a literate society. Uh, a pen is a very simple tool that if you don't have the complicated tool you can still use but if you can print that's fine like you can still you can still use it it's like you would always be able like the standard car thing if you can drive a standard car you can drive a car anywhere but you don't need to 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 know like the ins and outs of cursive writing to be able to use a pen properly if you, you can print that's good enough because if you're not doing it daily and if anything it's it's more useful to print it might be a tad slower but 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 the amount of uh uh Uh, Of difficulty in reading some people's cursive makes it essentially illegible. So it defeats the purpose of it. Like I've been given so many things that they're written in cursive where I'm like, I have no clue. It it literally looks like just loop after loop after loop. And it's like, and, and I have to go and ask them, what did you write? And, uh, and if they had used, if they had the technology and used a keyboard, uh, then it would be very clear. And if they had just printed it, it might've been slower, but again, I wouldn't have had to waste the time to be like, I can't, I don't, I don't know what you were writing here. Is is cursive also not sort of uh, representative
2: of the pomp of uh, um, (laughs) the aristocracy? You know, it's like, maybe not in this day and age, but certainly like, you know, if you're better better educated, you can do cursive. And if you're not, then you're not as good with your letters. Not that that's really an issue I want to bring up, but there might be some history to that.
0: well, I, I think that writing was some at, at one point was a luxury. You're right. That's probably you're true. Yeah. You're right on that. And I I think that cursive was uh, um, the style uh, and, and interconnected writing. I don't even think they call it cursive in England, um, but uh, interconnected writing and that sort of stuff was the mode. And 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 uh, you know, there's the whole uh, calligraphy, which is um, essentially uh, uh, the the putting together of, of 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 letters in into words in an artful way. So uh, cursive. We we've talked a lot about people who have horrible cursive handwriting and that you can't make out what they said. But on the opposite side of that that spectrum, there's almost writing as an art form in and of itself to make it look as beautiful as possible. And I think the the absence of of, uh, cursive would definitely do a blow, uh, provide a huge blow to the art of calligraphy.
1: Yeah. Uh, like I would agree with that. I think that there is there is beauty in cursive, uh, but I think that you know, as you say, there's people who are basically professionals at it. Who who it is an art form, and uh, and and I think it would be bad to lose that. But that's a very niche thing, you know. I think that the amount of Time and effort it takes to become a calligrapher and to be able to write that beautiful, cursive handwriting is just the, uh, the like that time would be wasted on most people. I think, literally, at this point in time, we have enough uh, worry concerns with just basic literacy. I mean, when you look at the way people write on Facebook and stuff, just filled with grammatical errors and misused words, I would be like, let's focus on general literacy before we worry about the cursive. I think that that's a, it's a nice to have, I just don't think it's a need to have. Yeah. All
2: right, well, I'm ready to get into verdicts, guys. How about yourselves? Yeah. I'm good to go. Let's do this. All right, so I'm going to start off uh, the uh, verdict, uh, the cavalcade of verdicts. Um, so I have to say that uh, I my experience of cursive writing was like elementary school stuff, and it's, uh, there's this big box of things that I really hated learning all through my childhood that um, somehow, uh, you know, when other people see that I'm able to do things, like I, I'm, I am sort of handy and I can, I do have all these these skills that I'm like, oh, I hate this stuff that I recognize that other people didn't get an opportunity to use. And they're always like, wow, it's really cool. You can do that. And I feel like cursive falls into that group, um, so, you know, I that's it's where I have sort of mixed feelings about it, where my gut reaction is just, it's bad, it's horrible, I hated it, it was torture to learn. But that's just me being dramatic about it. Um, that being said, I'm sort of on board with, um, it's, it's, again, a, a much more personal verdict. I have nothing against cursive writing. I see its value as Crofton explained it, um, but I've kind of got really no good use case scenarios for it other than an art form. I do like reading and I like words, so uh, people that want to make words beautiful through like the calligraphy side of things sounds really great to me. So I'm going to land on a bullshit verdict for cursive writing. And that's mainly because it was very torturous to learn. And
0: as you guys probably will imagine, I I think the um, the curse of writing is good. And I don't want to I don't want to browbeat all the points I've already made about it being uh, about the the value of handwriting in general. Uh, You guys mentioned computers a lot, and I really am not. It's not an either or proposition. Um, and uh, I really think when it comes, it, first of all, it really surprised me that you guys did not did not do Curso. I really thought everybody did, and that it was really I'd seen an article about you know younger generations maybe not doing it as much, and that that is. Um, that was of interest to me, but I thought all three of us would have done it. So it's surprising to me that that I do it. It makes me a bit sad, honestly. And and part of that is due to the romantic notions attached to cursive. And I will I will definitely admit those. The the idea that you know handwriting and and, and um, is is attached to like uh, history and attached to calligraphy and and, and art and uh, that I think all those things are good. And and the and that uh, the, there are still practical reasons for it. If if you are able to print and able to write cursive, um, then then it is very much beneficial, especially when writing for yourself to be able to write cursive. You don't always have access to a computer. You don't. Uh, I never thought about it as a skill before, but this conversation really has made me think about it that way, in which case I think it is a valuable skill. It's something that comes in handy. Um, and as we move into the era of computers where signatures might never be used and where at one point people may not even be able to print, I, I have to say that cursive it, it remains uh, um, what I consider a valuable and and usable skill. And for that, I have to say it's good.
1: Huh. it i was i was i had to stop myself from laughing when we talked about the romantic notions around cursive because we live in the era of sexting like that's where you know because i could I can appreciate the like um you know the romantic letter written in cursive but literally people are sending texts it, which there's a term the sexting term so I just yeah. feel like that's where we're at right now and maybe that is unfortunate that we've lost some of that romanticism in our culture but you well, know i, I it, think
2: that people sext, but they also write nice things too, right?
1: Well, I, but the point is, the, it's the medium, right? Like, yeah. not many people are sending handwritten letters, period. Um, and uh, you know, because there's other forms, and, and so uh, I mean, I'm going to go with Bo and say that uh, cursive is bullshit. <laughs> and and that's not to say like it's not bad. It's a th- it's a lovely thing to know how to do. I think there there are applications for it. They're niche applications. Look, as an example, as you guys may know, I make. Uh, furniture and it's like handmade furniture table, tables whatever and I do it all by hand right like I cut everything with a handsaw let's be clear that's a very niche thing like I, I think you know it's 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 useful for everyone to be handy enough to hang a nail but it is not useful for everyone to know how to make furniture by hand with with a handsaw like it's very niche and I would put that as a bullshit thing too it's just like I like doing it um, but it's certainly not a skill everyone needs to have. And it's great that some people can do calligraphy and bring that beauty to the rest of us, but as, as far as teaching it in school now, I think it's probably a colossal waste of time because of just acknowledging the era in which we live, what are the skills which are actually useful. I think uh, literacy is, is definitely useful, being able to handwrite to some degree, whether it's cursive or not, that's, I guess, up to anyone, but I think the cursive takes a lot longer to learn. And really just computer skills are probably actually more useful across the board. So yeah, mm, interesting. Yeah, well, one of these days
2: we may not have computers anymore, and we may have to go back to handwriting. You know, it's it's
0: funny because when Mike was talking about sexting, I immediately thought of like somebody the like the cursive sexting, where like somebody would be writing a letter, oh. being like, "Dearest Elizabeth, that, I long to no, no. rip off your Dude. bodice and to see <laughs> your the, your glorious mounds of." glistening in the pale moonlight. Sincerely yours, Charles Vincent Third, nope. Esquire. Uh,
2: Cro- Crofton, no, seriously, um, go to funnierdie.com and there's a series of videos of a dude reading James Joyce's love letters to people. They are extremely graphic, but love lettery, they're beautiful. You have to, you have to, oh, it's, I just, <laughs> it's exactly what you're doing, but like way worse than you could have, could imagine by some, you know, Internationally acclaimed, you know, auth, great artist of literature. Like it's amazing.
0: <laughs> but yeah, but even he is uh, relatively modern, where as as opposed to some of these ones that would be. But Mike, just yeah. to touch touch on your point, I was just gonna. I just wanted to say that just because something is niche does not make it bullshit. And I, I I do think that like when you were using your furniture example, I was like, man, I would say that that's a good thing, not a bullshit thing. Your furniture, maybe. But. Yeah, hey,
1: uh, confess my verdict. You're bringing, ber- you're ber- yeah. your ber-
2: Birthing beauty in the world. <laughs> All right, um, speaking dearest of- Michael, you are birthing the beauty. <laughs> and I would, with my and, and I would also say
1: we weren't discussing cursive as a niche thing. We were discussing it as an across-the-board cursive in society, and that's true. That- I feel like the context of that, I stand by my bullshit thing.
2: Speaking of birthing beauty, um, if you'd like to give birth to beautiful thoughts and send them to us so we can read them on the air, we'd love to hear what your thoughts are about cursive. So send us those emails or um, you know recorded uh, voice memos, if that's what you'd like to do, to goodbadbull at gmail.com. Uh, finally, if you want to find out more about the show, you can go to our site, goodbadbull.com. There, you'll find links to subscribe to the show an iTunes, Stitcher, and an RSS link for other podcatchers. Um, you can also like us on Facebook, links on the site. And you can follow us on Twitter, at goodbadbull. All right, so I think this
1: will wrap up the show, but first we'd like to let you well, know... Beau.
2: Uh, yes. You
1: forgot uh, all those all our li- listeners who are going to write in with cursive written hand letters. What's our what's our actual postal I- address? Um, we don't have one. Oh I'm, right, we don't have one. I'm not giving up. It's my useless to write in uh, in, in cursive anymore. <laughs> now <Nah>, the debate's <laughs> oh, over. Now <laughs> very audience. Well, uh, it's funny because it, getting in contact with us is a case in point. Should, should I give out my home address? I just, just what's your like, Twitter? What's your Twitter Twitter account? Are you're you're you
2: just, writing
0: now, in cursive on it? Now you're shitting all over handwriting. Earlier you were saying, "Oh, I value handwriting." Now it's like, "Oh, handwriting shit!" Like makes no. It's make up know, your but body. it's kind of useless. All right.
2: Well, you can find. Um, you can where can where can people find you, Crofton?
0: They can find me downloading some sort of app so that I can send my tweets in cursive at Crofton Steers on Twitter.
1: And Mike, where can our listeners find you? Um, they can find me uh, sexting. Uh, Bo and Crofton late at night. Because that, that's what we do in this day and age. That, we I, sext. that, that actually happens. <laughs>
2: we have we, we I have received uh, sexts from both of you, but ironic sexts. Like not real sex. At Mine like- ironic. <laughs> Wait, we were Wait, doing irony? You can find me at Bo Schwartz. I <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dearest Beau, I would um, like to get in your pants ce yeah.
2: soir.
1: <laughs> Sincerely,
0: Michael Lindsay Hodgins <laughs> the first. The
1: third.
2: Oh, don't, aren't you supposed to start with like, what are you wearing? Uh, and then no, it's
1: sexting. You get right to it.
2: Get you can get a cursive font if you really love cursive but can't get rid of your computers. Uh, I think there's cursive fonts, so you can just they're, do that. Yeah, they're not really, cr- uh, yeah,
1: <laughs> yes, match point. Woo! <laughs>